This is the Horse Radio Network. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the WISA Coronavirus Roundtable. Uh, we have a group of great panelists today for you that I'll introduce you to in just one minute. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, I am Glenn the Geek, founder of the Horse Radio Network. Uh, we are the most popular podcast network in the world. Uh, we have produced over 10,500 episodes over the last 12 years. It makes us one of the largest independent podcast networks in the world for any, for any niche. Uh, and I am the host of the Horses in the Morning show. It's a daily show that's been running for about 10 years. I am also apparently the corona, uh, coronavirus guy because uh, we've been doing coverage on this for about two months. We were, were kind of the ones to warn the horse world that it was coming because my brother is one of those uh, guys that watches this stuff and called me and said, hey, this is all coming. You better pay attention to it for your listeners. So we've been doing daily shows about this every day for the last two months. Uh, and uh, we are also the producer of the Wisdom by Wisa podcast that many of you have probably heard. Uh, so I also wanted to mention that I was in retail before doing this. I was 10 years in retail. We had a, a retail shop, uh, sold uh, tack and supplies in Pennsylvania. And then uh, after we sold that, we were the second ones to have a store online and we, we were the second website online selling stuff. And that's how I got the name Glenn the Geek. Everybody called me a geek because they thought that was so weird at the time when the internet first started, uh, when you had to send checks in to buy something and there was no shopping carts. So that was uh, way back when. And then I've, I've been a consultant for a number of uh, retailers over the years in the horse world. So that's my connection to the retail side as well. So we have some great guests here for you today, and we really, you know, we really want to talk about uh, what's happening now and start a conversation with everybody because we're all going through the same thing. We're on the same boat. We're all being affected by this, whether you're a manufacturer, a wholesaler, or a retailer. We're all in the same boat or media like I am. And we wanted to work with WISA to get a dialogue going and to start a conversation to find out what's working for people, what's not working, and just basically to talk about where we're at and where we might be. I know a little bit just from the tons of reading I've done as far as uh, what the speculation is about when we're getting back to business and all of that. We'll go into that a little bit later. But first, I want you to meet the panelists here. We have a wide variety. And uh, first up, I'm going to introduce Kat, who is a friend of mine from a long time ago, and she <laughs> is with Benefab, and she is the founder of Benefab and the author of the book Broken to Branded. And Kat is really representing the manufacturing and wholesale side of things today, the company side. So Kat, uh, welcome, first of all. Thank you. Thanks, Glenn, for having me. Give a very short Reader's Digest version of what Benefab is, and then are you guys shipping? What's your current status? Sure. So Benefab, we do therapeutic uh, wearable products for horses, um, dogs, and people. So it's a little bit unique because we have those three individual markets, so we're seeing this affecting each market differently right now. Um, but we are actually currently shipping. Um, so are you considered a vital industry in Florida? Yes, um, we okay. are an essential business because we are pet supply. Um, mm. Yeah, so we are able to, and we're shipping. Um, we're obviously taking a lot of uh, necessary precautions, but I am doing my absolute best to keep everybody on the payroll. And we have a small team, but it is a team nonetheless. And you know, I really don't want them to have to change their situation and go on unemployment. And so we're we're getting very creative. Um, but yeah, we are we are open and shipping. Um, and just not open to the public. And how are sales? So sales have been, um, I mean, obviously cash flow is the lifeblood of your business. Right. Um, sales are certainly down um, for us, thankfully, not significantly. Um, but a lot of our retailers have just totally disappeared. The mom and pop shops are closed. Um, so we're seeing a lot of, uh, you know, I guess we're getting hurt there, but we're also seeing an uptick in Amazon traffic, um, you know, and, and we're getting really good engagement on social media. So that's helping that direct business. Um, and we just launched into the face mask business. So we are actually cut and sew, um, doing cut and sew in-house. I have a cut and sew manager and we are um, sewing and shipping face masks, which have really helped us. Um, so that's what I mean by getting really creative. Um, you know, Can you send one over? 
Yes. <laughs> as soon as we catch up on orders, we're really behind. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So Cat I mean, Cat Cat's uh, place is only about five miles from me, actually. Yeah. So yeah. I can drive one down in yeah. Ocala. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Good. Thank you, Cat. And we're going to come back uh, to Cat. We're going to next bring on a rep that's been a he Sherman's been a rep in this industry for uh, probably longer than most of you've been alive. So Sherman, forty years, right? Yes. And what companies do you rep currently? I, I rep two ladies apparel lines. One is called Angie, and the other one is Rising International. Uh, the Angie line <clears throat> is a division of a, a company called Star of India, and they're based out of Tempe, Arizona. They're, they're, they're a mainstream sportswear line, but a significant amount of my volume is done with uh, – Western and farm and ranch stores, uh, the farm and ranch stores in, in my territory, which is uh, the Rocky Mountain states are, are a huge part of the uh, retail climate in, in this particular area. So most of my uh, farm stores are, are still open and, and, and doing business. Uh, and, and I guess it would be considered uh, essential retailers because of uh, the feed and seed, and I think guns and ammo uh, is included in that category too. Uh, the clothing areas, I can tell you right now, uh, those areas are down. Uh, I've taken cancellations from some of my major accounts in my territory, along with some of my uh, smaller boutiques that uh, unfortunately are not open and are sitting on inventory, uh, spring and summer inventory that were they, they, they took in early and frankly, unable to take in any more inventory uh, uh, until this crisis uh, is over. So are your companies shipping at this point, or are they are yeah, they in they're, operation? They're shipping. Everybody is okay. shipping. Uh, okay. Angie, my major line, uh, has uh, has laid off a couple of people in house to to cut expenses, and uh, they are doing a, a, a tremendous marketing job online. Uh, uh, unfortunately, many of those stores, even even uh, taken at once discounts online, the stores are still struggling to take merchandise in at this point. Yeah, and this, I mean, from what I've seen from you know all of the all of my contacts over on the the media side, the retailer boy, the retailers that had a good uh, website presence, a good online business going into this, are definitely faring better than the ones that didn't. Well, I think that's, point. I think that's yeah. definitely true, uh, yeah. but uh, certainly the traffic in the stores is is down significantly. Are most of your stores doing curbside pickup, or that you can you still walk in? Like the ones in Ocala here, most of them are curbside now, which will decrease no, the I amount think, of clothing and stuff. In my territory, I'm 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 unaware of anybody doing curbside. Okay. Everything uh, it's still walk in if they're still open. Right. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's go right now to another member of the media, and that's April. Hi, April. Hello. April is with uh, Horse Community Journal. She's out of Canada. She's a sales and social media manager. And you guys, uh, well, kind of explain what you guys do. What your so uh, we our flagship product is our print magazine that's uh, coast to coast across Canada. But uh, we also have a digital side of things. We have a website, um, our social media, and then marketing options across that. So we serve our readers. Um, and then we also serve our advertisers as well. So it's kind of twofold right now. Um, the magazine's been in publication for 28 years. So pretty strong on that side. And now with the digital side, we're able to open up uh, all across North America and even internationally as well. So what have you seen, what, what have you seen coming from the magazine side in the last, you know, we have seen uh, some of our advertisers obviously have to uh, pull back at this point and because they're not shipping. I mean, some of them are just not in business right now. Mm -hmm. um, so are you seeing the same thing? And uh... Oh, completely. So we've had um, several regular advertisers have to cancel their ads uh, for the next issue, which of course is understandable. Um, a lot of our advertisers are in Ontario, which has pretty much been mandated to shut down if they're not essential. So we're just doing our best to work with our clients the best that we can. At the same time, we've actually had new business come in 
for some businesses that are able to operate online or still wanting to reach out to their customers, we're there for them. But it's definitely impacting the industry um, in Canada and internationally. And we're seeing quite a lot of that. So we're just doing our best to work with um, our clients and our advertisers and still serve our readers and audience as well. And I know some parts of Canada are on, are on stricter lockdown. We are. You can't even cross the county line. They'll stop you and fine you a thousand dollars. You know, it's 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 crazy yeah. in some parts. Yeah, here um, it's definitely non-essential travel is uh, not suggested. Um, where we're based, we're actually on an island, so it's kind of good because there's not a lot of people coming in and out. Um, so we have that on our side, but yeah, different provinces across Canada are under different levels of restrictions. So, um, our whole office is working from home now, which we have been doing for about two weeks, which is great to be able to do that. I'm really grateful to be able to continue to work for sure. Well, April, you had put out a newsletter. We're going to get to that a little bit later. I have one more person to introduce, uh, but it really had some good ideas and, and this same kind of thoughts, uh, we, we've been having and, and doing actually here. It, and we're going to go over some of those in uh, just a minute of what, what everybody can be doing right now to prepare for the future, because we eventually will open up again. Um, it's going to be different. It'll probably will be different. Uh, the world's going to be a little different, but you know, we, we need to adapt as we always do. I mean, I know Sherman and I were in business. Uh, we had our retail shop in 9-11 uh, and uh, lived through that. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, after 9-11, it was the same as this. Nobody did anything but watch the news for six weeks and then kind of got back into life again. Um, but let's introduce Renee. Uh, so let's bring Renee on. Hi, Renee. Hi. Hi and you're with Annie Oakley, correct? Yes, the uh, Annie Oakley Perfumery. Okay, cool. And thank you so much for joining us. Where are you located? Uh, we're located in Ligonier, Indiana. Between, cool. Uh, South Bend and Fort Wayne, the northeastern part of Indiana. All right. So you guys are under lockdown, too, for sure. We um, are. So tell us a little bit about the company and then what are you seeing sales-wise and otherwise at this point? Okay. Um, well, we are a an original perfumery where we create, uh, blend, uh, fill, and ship directly from our perfumery to the dealers, um, our partners. And... Um, um, we, we are on lockdown, um, and, um, right now we have, um, we have product for, uh, spring and summer. Um, so we have, um, switched our lines to, uh, make hand sanitizer. Okay. Uh, because it is, that's a good idea. It, it can't be found. <laughs> well, we are perfumery. And so we have our alcohol room and, um, um, the Indiana state, um, got a hold of us and they need it for the healthcare. Um, and, um, so we thought I've been working, I'm really tired. <laughs> I've been working 24 seven. <laughs> yeah, 24 seven, uh, changing lines and, uh, getting, um, you know, the formulas, you know, with the, um, uh, to, um, uh, there's a, a new formula now, which is like a gold standard, which 80% with moisturizers. So this is where your healthcare people and, um, uh, your essential, people need you know to have that so um, we will be launching that uh, within the next 10 days um, we just um, and honestly uh, what's happening in the global industry um, there's a huge shift in global demand you know for essentials that includes the US so it's just not the US wants it or doesn't have it the world doesn't have it. It's it's the new luxury um, fragrance, but it's unscented. <laughs> so we we're running unscented, okay? Um, Which is uh, better for nurses and doctors and stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. better for everybody because of the um, the effectiveness of it. Like I said, this is a new gold standard um, that we're running, and. Um, uh, we can go back to some fun things, you know, after things loosen up a little bit. But uh, right now, that's what we're running, or we will be running, and it will be available to our dealers, um, as well as um, our local community. 
We're donating it to our uh, policemen, our first responders, uh, the nurses. Um, my daughter is online on, on the front line. She's a lead nurse and will be an MP in another month. Um, and uh, she uh, heads up the emergency room. So we are, um, um, yeah, we're in it. So since we're an essential, we're, um, we are shipping, we're shipping to our stores. Um, uh, sales have dropped. Of course, you know, many stores aren't open. You know, you call, they're, right. they're closed. Um, and, uh, but the ones that are open, uh, some of them are only selling and looking at essentials right now. Um, but it seems to be, you know, humming along. And uh, um, although things are down, it's not, um, it's still, you know, the cash flow is still going. So we are still in business. <laughs> Um, and I'm very grateful. I'm knocking on wood for you right now. Okay. I'm, I'm, yes. Yeah. I'm very <laughs> grateful. I wake up every morning. Very grateful. I am, I am not in Indiana. I left the trade show. I left Denver and then came to Florida and, uh, we flew home to birth a grandbaby. And then my husband scooted me out and said, you get back, get down. Cause I had set up my office here. So I'm here, and so we're directing our staff. And so for the um, the formulation, my son, who's a surgical dentist, obviously the dentists are closed, or they're just taking, you know, surgery. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The dentist is now working in the in the uh, fragrance factory. Absolutely, he's <laughs> he's uh, my son is uh, going to comp compound it for us. <laughs> so uh, because we can't be there. Um, he's taking the helm. Well, um, Renee, uh, that I'm glad that you were able to adapt and to shift, and that's what a lot of companies. And I know a lot of the companies in the horse world in Europe and other where, everywhere else, just like Benefab's doing, are making masks and shields, and you know have really converted. And I think we're right. going to have to do that. So let's talk a little bit about uh, a couple of the things, and I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to April. So April, you you guys put out a newsletter uh, today that really talked about a couple of the things that you should be doing now, whether you're a retailer or whether you're a manufacturer or whatever business you're in, there's some things that we can be doing right now. One of them is spending time on the things you never get to, like the website, like planning, things mm -hmm. like that, that you're so busy doing that you never get to them. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's talk about that a little, April. Um, so we did send an e-newsletter out to everybody in our database for businesses, just kind of on uh, COVID in the horse industry. And some of the suggestions we had made, um, now is not the time to be quiet. Like, I think it's really important to make sure that your website is up to date, um, easy to navigate, um, and that you're available for customers, um, either through the website, email, social media. I know a lot of people are working remotely, but are still available, which I think is really helpful. Um, and if you're able to continue marketing, um, now is the time. I think a lot of people need to think more about the long game. Um, as you mentioned, one day we will get back to normal and um, anything that we do now, um, as far as customer relations and just communication and being there for uh, customers and clients, I think is really beneficial and people will remember down the road when they are able to buy again and purchase and things mm -hmm. are sort of back to whatever normal is going to be in the mm -hmm. future. Well, it's, you know, we always say that in marketing, you have to be there when they want, you have to be in their mind when they want to buy that product. And if somebody yeah, else yeah. was in their mind the day before they want to buy your particular type of product, exactly. that's who they're going to yeah. buy from. So you always have to be there. I've been surprised. I've been looking around yeah. at a bunch of, uh, of manufacturer sites in the horse world. And I know some of them that are closed that haven't posted anything and they haven't answered yeah. any of the messages. And that's a huge mistake right now. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. The first thing I do, because a big part of my job is contacting companies for advertising. And the first thing I do, especially right now, is check their website and their Facebook page. And as you said, I've seen many that there's nothing. So their customers don't know, are they still running? Are they okay? Like, are orders still going out? So I think that kind of communication is really important. And it doesn't have to cost you anything but your time. Um, that's the great thing about social media is 
it just takes time. And like you said, a lot of people are having more of that on their hands right now. So it's a good opportunity to reach out, build those relationships for now and in the future. And that might mean that, uh, you know, maybe you've had to lay off some people, maybe you've had to do some things like that. Uh, it could be that you're going to have to shift to one, one of the people that's not used to doing social media, mm -hmm. because that person, you can't pay them right now, you're going to have to do it. You're just going to have to do it. I mean, it's, it's, we're all yeah. doing things we'd never thought we'd do. Like, I hate doing video. And here I am every day doing a show. So <laughs> there we are, right? Uh, Kat, you're, you wrote a book on marketing. What, what, what's your thought on that right now? Well, I definitely agree with April and what you guys are saying. I think, um, you know, I, I guess to kind of piggyback on that, I think that we have a lot of time. We can write, um, use this time. I know people don't like to sometimes write, and it seems like everything else will be piled on before we do that. So I think this is a time, even if it's for organic traffic, you know, write about uh, blog posts, articles, you know, different things that we can do. Um, I know also some of the magazines are looking for those, um, you know, articles right now and having less space from advertisers, you know, see if there's editorial um, opportunities out there. Um, I definitely think this is a time to get on social media and start engaging your following. Mm -hmm. um, there are more people right now on social media than, you know, ever before. Look at the surge in this whole TikTok platform that we've had you know i mean you when you Zoom. see what's happening yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you know there's there's so many people um at home on what they're addicted to their you know their uh cell phones so i think that we're seeing there's a lot more traffic there so i think that you can really um you know tap into that and, and really engage your following and keep in touch with them easily um and the other thing is for me, like working on my personal habits, this has been a really good time. I agree with April about, you know, you don't want to be quiet right now. Now it's not the time to be quiet, but it is a time where we can like really reflect on what we've done and figure out, you know, maybe we cut the things that aren't working and we push more dollars behind the things that are, you know, to me, this is not the time to pull back. It's the time to get creative and seek opportunity. Actually, from the Horse Radio Network side, we're spending more money on marketing now than I have in years. Uh, yeah. And it's paying off because people are, you know, they're looking for information right now that they would probably wouldn't pay attention to this particular type of information any other time. So, mm -hmm. you know, I viewed it as an opportunity from our side. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and probably we shouldn't be spending that money right now as our income has decreased too, like everybody mm -hmm. else's. But I also know that we're going to come out of this and, you know, we're going to be better off for it. Uh, so, but that's a hard decision to make. Let me tell you, it's hard to spend more money on marketing when you have less money coming in. However, that's the part. And, and I think that uh, Sherman and Renee can uh, vouch for this. It's the first thing that every company cuts back when times get tough is the marketing. And that's when you should be increasing your marketing and cutting everywhere else you can. Because yeah. without that marketing, you're not, you're not helping sales at all. Because again, you're not going to be in their mind when they go to buy. Uh, when that customer goes to buy that particular product, whatever it is, you're not going to be in their mind at that point. And somebody who increased their marketing is. Uh, Sherman, anything to say about that? Oh, I agree with you 100%. Uh, early in my career, I was a, 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 a small department store manager. And uh, we used to talk about that a lot. Do you uh, increase marketing when times are good or do you increase marketing when uh, times are tough? And uh, it was always a consensus that... Uh, you add more money to your marketing budget when times are tougher. So yes, I agree with you. And that's the first thing that usually people cut. And I think it's, I think it's a big mistake. It's a very, get, don't get me wrong. It's a hell of a decision to make, right? Because yeah, you're looking yeah. at everything, all the bills that need paid too. And then you're going, marketing is an easy one to cut out, but it certainly does not help you in this case, which could be months down the line, right? When we, when we finally get back to some semblance of life again, um, so that's one thing. Now, let's go to the next thing, too, that you had, April, and that was the loans that are available now in the United States and Canada. I just hate you people up there because you guys seem to be getting a much better deal than us down here right now. Uh, so, yeah, Renee, real quick, what's going on up there? I, I, I want to move quick. Can I? Am I allowed? Uh, no? <laughs> I, I think the borders are closed last time I checked, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever been more grateful to be Canadian than right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, you, you guys, uh, they're doing all kinds of things for businesses and individuals, correct? 
Yes. Yeah. So it, initially I was listening to the press conferences every morning um, and that became a bit too much. So I've stopped, but there are lots of things available for people who have lost work, um, unemployment insurance, uh, bonuses, uh, GST credit. And then for businesses, they're really doing a lot to support um, small businesses. And one thing that I know a little bit about because it's relevant to us is um, for small businesses is we can show a loss of 30%. Um, they're offering a 75% wage subsidy. So unfortunately, we are able to show that loss um, with lots of regular I think most people are at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's like, yay, we made it. But no, not yay. Um, so that's something that is going to be available to us shortly. They're just rolling it now. And it is something that we will take advantage of for sure. Um, and that's really encouraging for me to know that I have some job security. And um, again, a lot of what I'm doing right now is not selling. It's customer relations. It's seeing how we can serve our customers, getting creative, trying to think outside of the box. Um, and just building those relationships too. But yeah, there's, it seems like almost every day there's more government initiatives available for, as you said, like businesses and also individuals. So it doesn't mean that we're not gonna be really greatly impacted by this, um, especially in the horse industry. Um, outside of my full-time job, I actually coach as well. And I've had to stop doing that completely. And that's been a pretty big loss, not just financially, but also with my students and our goals for the year and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's just everybody is impacted so much by this. Yeah, I had a professional writer on last night and we, we had a conversation about that for a half an hour. And, uh, yeah. you know, the thing we have to keep in mind, too, is that horses are a luxury item. I mean, it's a first world problem to have horses, right? I mean, we, we yeah. are all in a yeah. first world situation here. We're fortunate to have them, but they're also, you know, they're a luxury item. And uh, yeah. unfortunately, that always takes a hit in times like after 9-11 and 2008. Um, and I want to acknowledge a couple of the people who are posting here. Uh, uh, Tracy says Wrangler has done a wonderful job reaching out to the farming and ranching community. They had a very heartfelt letter to the customers offering an additional 30% off. Again, they went, they went the marketing route, right? Uh, <laughs> and they're paying that Smart. in the form of a discount. So that's where they're paying their marketing. <laughs> Jen with the Tax Shack here. Jen, is that Tax Shack in Ocala? If so, you're right down the street from us. Uh, and hi. Um, and she says definitely a 30% loss. And I, I know that because I, I, you know, on the once a week I get out now, I, I pass there. Um, so let me go back uh, and talk about the loans here in the United States. So we have two of them available at this point. We had the $10,000, I call it the gift loan, uh, that you could apply for a while back that was going to be a, a loan that up to a certain amount of $10,000 that would be forgiven. Any small business could apply for that. And the application was the simplest thing I've ever done. Uh, and now we have the one that you contact your bank and it helps you with payroll and things like that. And if you have not applied for that, um, oh, that's a North Carolina tax check. Oh, different one. So uh, if you have not applied for that yet, you should call your bank and find out about that. So uh, definitely uh, contact your bank if you've seen any kind of loss at all, or if you have payroll, that's a payroll assistance loan that's available right now as well. Um, obviously anything, and I want to talk to, Renee's doing it right now, and actually Kat's doing it uh, too. Anything you can do now to reach out and help? Yeah, I, April said it, we're we're not really concentrating on selling ads right now to our sponsors. We're con we're focusing on our customers, and our customers, in case our listeners are our readers, and your customers are all the people who are buying things that you do. We're reaching out to them and trying to do things for them, and that that is the shift that we should be making right now. Uh, anybody? Um, right. I think you know supplying the dealers, uh, the customers, uh, with uh, website images and professional uh, social media ads, um, promotions, giveaways, um, anything that they can get out there um, to connect with the, with the consumer on Facebook. They too need to continue to be out there. And I think it's, um, it's really a partnership. Um, we need to get the product to them. Um, we want them to promote it on Facebook then when things do open up, even if the store is closed, um, they can still be on Facebook and be promoting uh, products. And I think the manufacturer 
Um, and we, you know, we are putting some things together, um, additional things together um, for our dealers. Um, so it, it really takes all of us to work together to keep it going. And I'm going to add to that a little bit. So we have, you have a, you, let's take, you're a, you're a, you're a mom and pop tack shopper, even one that's a little bit bigger, but you're closed, right? You're that small to medium sized tack business. Uh, and you're closed because you don't sell feed and you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, so one of the things you can do if you're closed is you really can reach out. How about Facebook live product reviews? maybe once or twice a week mm -hmm. because you have the products there. You can talk mm -hmm. about them. You know, the products, maybe you do a helmet face at Facebook live. Is so easy to do. You hit live, you set your phone down and you do it. It doesn't have to be fancy. Like this setup is here. You can do a Facebook live. How about you have a core set of customers that love you. They come in all the time. You know, them by name, how about a zoom call? They're all going through things too. And you could do a Zoom call with 25 of your, your best customers all talking about what they're doing in their barns to survive. So you mm -hmm. be the leader. What I've been saying to all my podcast friends out there, uh, you know, in the podcasting world is be the leader in your space right now. So your space may be your local community where you're the tax shop. You're the mm -hmm. only one in a lot of these local communities. It, you know, in Acala, we're weird. We have 12 and five miles. Um, but most places, you're the only one. So be the leader and start doing more of the Facebook lives. Do some community things, too. Get them together on Zoom. Do what we're doing here with your customers to help them share notes on what they're doing to keep their barns going or where they can find hay if hay's getting short right now. Uh, so be proactive on those things. These are all things you can do, and they're not complicated. They're really not. So, Glenn, I wanted to just jump in on that um, because speaking of that, so we actually um, reached out to our ambassadors and like we all have a tribe, right? All of all, all of our businesses have our community or whichever you call it. Um, but those people are doing less than they have ever done, most of them right now. So they have a lot of time on their hands. Um, and so we reach out to our ambassadors, what normally a project that would take weeks, if not a couple of months. Um, we were just, we wanted video testimonials from them and we wanted to get them edited. I mean, literally I reached out and within three days we had just like tons of videos rolling in. And now we've been able to you know, target those and, and do um, social media ads with them. And they're, they're really getting great engagement and conversion rates. Um, but those are things like you can reach out to your community. And like you said, like these, you know, local tag shops, um, you know, reach out to their customers and get really creative. I actually have a great friend of mine and he's also an ambassador of ours. Um, and they run horse shows. And what he did is created um, this great video and he's doing online horse shows. They close their horse show <laughs> and they're doing it online. And it's actually really fun. He's made it super fun. Like you can upload a, like a, if you're on lockdown in your house, you can upload this thing from your living room and like jump over couches and things, or you can actually <laughs> upload your ride. <laughs> uh, but people are paying can you demonstrate that for us, Kat, right now? <laughs> <laughs> No, not. Don't worry, I didn't enter that one. Um, but it's really fun because it makes it kind of a joke, um, but it's also, you know, there's a serious element to it. And he's um, a very well-known clinician. So he does like a, um, a live voiceover and, and um, is critiquing the top three rides and he put money into it. So you pay $25, you might have a chance to win a couple hundred dollars if you win. Um, they're wow. placing the first three, you know, so it's, it's a lot of fun. I think that this is a time where you could really get very creative with your tribe and, you know, be, be able to come out of this and it's all going to shake out. It's just, who's going to shake out on top and who's going to shake out on the bottom. So, uh, the, one of the other areas that you, you talked about April and, uh, this is so true. And it's been one of my pet peeves for, since I started in the, in the retail world 20 years ago. And since we built that first website online, that was God awful when, when back in the day when all websites were awful. Uh, but there are still those awful websites out there in the horse world. It is a perfect time. You never do your website work or have anybody do your website work because there's never a good time. Well, because you don't want to interrupt flow. Well, now's the time. That's <laughs> right. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, to make sure that your website is um, mobile friendly is really useful. Um, we have stats, of course, on how people are accessing all of our content. And I'm shocked at how much is on um, cell phones. 
and devices like that. So I think that's an important piece. And like you said, a lot of people neglect their websites because they don't have time. They don't want that downtime. But now is the time to do those projects that you haven't had the time or resources to do before. Um, and I think what we do now will all help us in the future when uh, this is all over or things evolve and change. And so uh, trying to stay positive and, and busy and, and keep working your business I think is really important. So I, you, while you say that, I use my phone. I found toilet paper this morning at four o'clock in the morning when I couldn't <laughs> sleep. So I actually bought, bought toilet paper from bed and had it shipped. It's the first time what since a, it started. What a world we yeah. live in. <laughs> I was so excited. It's like I won the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the. I think. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think one thing that's really interesting about the horse industry, too, is, I mean, you said it's a luxury, but our horses still need to eat and be looked after. Mm -hmm. And so there is an opportunity there as well. I mean, as horse owners, I will feed my horse before I feed myself. So we're still looking, even though time, times are really challenging, we still want to uphold that level of care and quality and everything. So I think there are a lot of opportunities out there for businesses. Um, I mean, especially when it comes to like feed and supplements and, and like tacking gear and stuff. Most people where I am are still able to ride and access their horses on a different basis. So, I mean, it is still going. Nothing has stopped. Horses still need to eat. They still need care. So I think that's something that's kind of unique about this industry for sure. I wanted to say hello to Tracy from Curison Animal Wound Care. Hi, Tracy. We've met several times at WISA. I wanted to throw that in there. And I also want to throw in a plug for WISA. They really uh, have been good about getting this all arranged. As you know, uh, I'll put that uh, up here. They're doing uh, their next uh, show. It's coming up. It's going to be in Dallas. I'm excited. Uh, I've been to probably 30 of these trade shows now. Sherman's probably got me beat a little bit, right? You've probably been to 100. <laughs> yeah. If I throw in all the other shows besides Wesso, yes, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So I just want to do a round of Robin here right now with any final thoughts on what, what people can do. I, uh, and then I'll, I'll give my thoughts on my opinions on what we're looking at time-wise from all my research over the last 60 days here and keeping an eye on everything. Sherman, we'll start with you. What are your final thoughts on uh, maybe a helpful thing to throw out here? Well, for your... uh, you know, just uh, stay positive. Uh uh, I, this will be over uh, hopefully shortly. I'm I'm hoping by the by the end of the month we'll see some uh, commerce coming back. Uh, but it, it depends on who you talk to. There's there's out there, so uh, I I don't know what what the future will bring. Uh, uh, I'm I'm hoping that uh, things will be better by you know certainly early May, and if so. Uh, you know, we could we could still salvage a uh, uh, spring summer season. My territory is uh, very very dependent on the tourist industry, uh, especially Montana, uh, Montana, Wyoming, Colorado. Colorado, yeah. And um, if if this drags on until late summer, that's it's going to be decimating to to a, to a lot of accounts, um, mainstream and uh, and western. So. I'm certainly hopeful that uh, that this will pass in the in the next thirty days at most. But uh, uh, who knows? I guess just stay optimistic and uh, do your part uh, uh, of social distancing and uh, hope for the best. Cat, I would uh, just really encourage people to. Uh, keep a positive mental attitude. I think that that is going to be huge here. Um, I think you can, you know, work on your personal attitude um, about this, but negativity is not going to get us anywhere, um, you know, forward. So I think first and foremost is um, let's all be cautiously optimistic and stay positive with ourselves. And the second thing I'd really encourage everyone to do um, and what's what we've been doing internally is really use this time to find your opportunities within your tribes, within your customer base, um, you know, and, and, and really get creative, utilize your best minds, your best team members, um, try to keep, you know, people on payroll as much as we can, um, utilize the government loans, um, as much as we can and really just, just support, um, small business and, and local business as much as we can. 
Very good. And I'm going to go to Renee next. I think this is a really good opportunity to go out and market your business. Um, the dealers need to market or the manufacturers who are still, um, whether they're closed, um, they still or hopefully still in business, but they need to market their products, market themselves to the dealers to have the dealer. So the dealers know that they are still open and they're going to have a supply chain. That's going to be a key issue because of the global changing. Um, and then the retailers, um, the dealers need to market their products, market themselves, even if they're closed, if they're sitting you know, in their living room or at their kitchen table, get on Facebook and, you know, show them what you have for spring. Get the, get your consumers, you know, they're looking, they're drooling. They can't wait to get out when, you know, things kind of lift. Maybe they're going to have to wear a mask, you know, when they shop in your store, but um, get them, you know, don't let them forget you, you know, let them know that you're there and you're ready when the door is open prepare a plan, prepare an open, an opening plan, you know, a marketing um, opening plan, you know, um, to bring the consumers back in. Because I know, I mean, I have five children and they are, they, you know, they, they have families, they want to, they want to get out there and they want to go shopping, you know, and um, I want to eat have, dinner in a restaurant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 good. That's a good one. Yeah, very good. But I think it's very important. You know, your consumers, the consumers need to know that the store is just paused, temporarily paused. Um, to By the way, I, I threw that out there because to add what you're saying there, Renee, I know of a store that is planning on doing a catered event when they're back open. So they're going to have a catered event where you can come and have dinner and shop at the same time. See, that's a great idea. Yeah, because people are wanting to get out to eat, right? So right. that's the They're perfect They're going to all want to get out to eat. We may have to still distance ourselves. We may have to wear masks. I think that's really what's coming. That might make the eating tough, but, you know. Well, that could be, <laughs> as long as they're six foot apart, right? I suppose, you know. I mean, we, we, for an example, we give tours. We uh, give perfume tours for our mixing bar for tourists in northeastern Indiana. And it's kind of my focus group and I design in my studio and we open it up. And we have thousands of people coming in all over the country to go through the perfume tours where we're closed. And so I have to rethink it and say, okay, so we can reopen. Um, You're going to be but, standing at the door now with a hand sanitizer. It's the hand sanitizer. Right. Tour. Hand sanitizer yeah. I get it all set. <laughs> right. So that a sign says wash, washing stand over here. Yeah. <laughs> the washing Washing stand over here. I got all in my mind. Okay, so have a sign, a cute little sign with a hand on it. That's what I we're putting together. A washing stand over here. And then because obviously um, these wipes and, you know, to wipe your hands, they're not going to be available. Um, but we are um, making them with like, we're, we'll make them with paper towels. And then our hand sanitizer that we're bringing out, we're bringing out in a big jug. So you can pour those in. Those kind of things I'll tell our dealers. I'll I'll put the formula together and then send that to them because then they can offer a wipe see, okay. to their what, customers. Renee, mm -hmm. we're running out of time. What's the website, though, so where they people can find that, where it's going to be? Um, well, our website okay. is like, well, it's, it's AnnieOakley.com. Okay. Um, and will, it be, will it be on there? I'll, I'll launch it to our our dealers dealer. first. Yeah, right, that's right. I, yeah, okay. I, you know, the, but they can find your contact information on the website. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, they can find they can find the contact and um, you know, get that information. But good. then also I think we got to we have to look at masks. And there are some like I'm searching right now for well Kat, are you shipping? Are you going yeah, to be shipping? Yeah, Kat, you're stores? shipping. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are. Yeah, we are shipping. You can um, place your order on benefabproducts.com. We do have adult face masks, um, and ours are double layer. They're fabric. They do not have the filters in them, but they are certainly protective, and that's actually what recently um, President Trump at the most recent press conference is saying. Any sort of fabric layer, but the double fabric layer is better. 
Are they stylish? So, yeah, they, are they stylish? They have little horses on them, or no, they don't. Sorry, okay. Glenn. <laughs> yeah, what we have they... little lace around the edges. Yeah, can you do no, that? They're, they're, but they are comfortable. I will say we're using our um, poly blend, so they are bioceramic, so they are therapeutic clothing. But they're extremely comfortable because they have a little bit of a stretch. So unlike the cotton masks, um, they're they're a lot softer on your face. So I've now, of course, worn mine, and then I've worn the cotton, um, and they are very, you know soft and nice, um, comfortable to wear. And you can, of course, machine wash them too, which is nice for people. A lot of people are buying two, um, but we're selling them as individuals or 10 packs. And uh, amazingly, so many people have opted for the 10 pack because you get a little bit of a savings um, and there's no price gouging. It's uh, $99 for a pack of 10. Um, or one for $12.99. Um, and, and you're, you know, you're supporting, the local small business and they're 110 percent made in the benavad warehouse <laughs> in ocala florida <laughs> yes very pristine clean conditions i don't think our place has ever been cleaner <laughs> april what about you what, what's your final comments here oh wait a minute april i had you on mute because i was getting background okay so go ahead um i think one of my favorite things that i learned like 10 years ago was um, don't always be selling, but always have something for sale. And I think that's relevant right now because, of course, with the climate, a lot of people can't spend money, you know, in retail and also in marketing, too. And so now is the time to be communicative, um, offer inspiration, um, help where you can. And, you know, it's just an opportunity, no matter how bad things are. There is an opportunity there to build relationships with clients and customers. And I think anything that we do now will help ensure that we all, um, you know, come out on top at the end of this. So what we do now is really important, even if it's not necessarily selling, making money, um, but we're sort of laying that groundwork for uh, our new normal after all of this. May, may I add something? Yeah. Um, I think it's important that the retailers um, put together um, a plan or procedures or just simply, um, you know, safety. So um, if they have like certain things available, um, like a hand washing area, um, et cetera, but to, you know, say that they are being, they're distancing, they're, they're, you know, what they're doing to make their customer, the consumer feel comfortable and safe. You know, I know when this first kind of started, I went into Costco and it was like, it just was a kind of, well, it was at the very beginning, but I was very much aware of what was happening um, or going to happen. But they wiped down my cart. They wiped down the seat. I mean, it was really nice. Just like, you know, you have a something to hand them to, you know, for their hands or, or um, just to make them feel com comfortable. Right. But to post it on your website, to post it on your Facebook, um, I think that, you know, I mean, I think it needs to be not. Um, it's just a new world, you know, now. Yep. So it, I don't think we need to, you know, create a lot of fear, you know, for our customers, but to maybe make it the copy very comforting, you know, that we're here, we're open, we practice. Um, safety for our our staff. Uh, we're all practicing safety, um, and um, you know, create some kind of uh, a plan, you know, for that. So when things do let up, people will feel comfortable to come into your store uh, to shop because they know that you've you know, taking responsibility to... There's going to be like a cover charge. It'll be buy one of Kat's masks on your way in. That's your cover charge. You have to wear it. And it's a dollar a squirt for uh, Renee's. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, guys, That's we're running out of time. I, you know, I, uh, Sherman, I wish I was as optimistic as you time-wise. Uh, I, am, I, am, I am not. Um, I think that, you know what, you know, in sales, we talk about... Uh, you know, we talk about you always sell the sizzle and you always try and undersell and over deliver, right? That's what you do in sales. You undersell and you over deliver. I think in this case, we hope for the best, but we have to prepare for the worst.
Mm-hmm. And I, I think that May is probably optimistic. We're still seeing, you know, we're seeing the death rates at the highest they've ever been. That's going to happen for another week or two. And then our downside, you know, you are, you're out in Colorado. When you climb that mountain, you still got to go down the other side and it's just as high. Right. So I think that we're going to see as many weeks on the other side as we did on this side. And what we're going to see in this country is we're going to see it open up a little bit at a time. The areas that aren't as as affected are going to start to open up before the areas that are. Virginia just went to close down till June the 10th. And we're going to see states start to do that as well. We're seeing horse shows uh, closing all over the country through June and some into July now. So we have to be prepared. This is the time that you really then are going to have to focus on everything we just talked about. You're really going to have to to do that. And obviously, we're all cutting costs where we can, right? Um, and we're doing everything we can that way. But we also have to be focused. And, and, and it is going to end. At, so it's, but it's going to be different. I think Renee's absolutely right. I think there's going to be social distancing. Well, until there's a vaccine, we're going to see social distancing. Um, and, you know, so we're going to have to be prepared for all of that. So, yes, we hope for the best, but we prepare for the worst. We have to take that approach in this situation, is my opinion, um, because then you're not caught short, right? You're you're prepared, and and if it's better quicker, that's terrific. And hopefully, there's medicine. Medicine, the things are going to save us here, right? Doc, you know, uh, medicine and vaccines are the thing that's going to take us out of this, and then a better testing, of course, is what everybody's talking about. But it's true, we need more testing. So there'll be a new normal. We don't know what that's going to be. I personally think we're going to be into July and August before we see a lot of this country opening up uh, and things getting semi back to normal, uh, whatever that new normal is. But we have to be prepared for that. And we should be prepared for that. Um, I don't want to be a downer at the end, but I also think we have to be realistic, too. We have to think that, you know, there's not going to be. And I've been saying this for six weeks. And finally, the White House said it the other day. there's not going to be that magic switch date where June, a lot of people think June 15th, it's all going to be back to normal. We're going to be back in business. That's not going to happen. It's going to be a a slow rollout over the country and different countries. You know, we're not going to be traveling to other countries because they're going to be restricting us for a period of time, or we're going to be restricting them. So we talked about that with the professionals, uh, riders, they're not going to be going to Europe, you know, and the Europeans aren't going to be coming here because there'll be countries you can't travel to and from for a period of time. Those are all things we have to take into consideration. And if you were a mobile unit, boy, I'd be looking at I'd be looking at getting the website up really quick and adjusting. You're going to have to adjust right now because we're going to see horse shows affected for the rest of this year. Uh, so if you're a mobile unit, now's your time. You have the time to get adjusted and to make your customers also love you that go to the mobile unit. You know who you are. Now is the time when you can reach out to them. You need to get an online store set up quickly, which is not that hard to do, actually. Uh, and just get it done because, and that'll benefit you in the future too. I know you never wanted to get into shipping products. I get that. Uh, (laughs) None of us did, but we all ended up there at some point or another. So I'd be looking at that too. Uh, Anyway, thank you all. Thank you to Wisa for having us here today. We appreciate them too. Go to the market in January. We will be back in business by then. We'll all go to Dallas. We'll have some steaks and some beer. Sherman, you and I have to have lunch. I'd like that. We could talk about the old days when none of this was a problem. Uh, (laughs) But thank you all. We really appreciate it. And we'll do this again. I hope, uh, you know, I hope we get to do it again. Yeah, actually, I hope we don't get to do it again because that means it's all over and we're all back to business. So let's hope for that. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.